Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Please take your seats. Welcome to the Regular Features Podcast. This month's forbidden word is cranberry. 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 Regular, regular, regular who would have thought that Gav saying cranberry 20 times would, would lead to such death <laughs> in a room? That's this month's Oh, bit. fuck! <laughs> That's reference. the one you have. You do have <laughs> a forbidden humor. word reference humour. Get out clause. <laughs> I love how quickly you fucked it up. I fuck it up! Does everybody know what this month's forbidden word is? Shh, don't say it. Oh, That's it. it. The grace period has gone. Like, you know in pinball, if you lose the ball in the first five seconds, you get it back. That's what happened there. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Shut it's, up. It's, there's this thing at the bottom that just says free ball. It just flashes while you're being an idiot. Is that like... Yeah, I need, I need that ball. Say, I do need yeah. that light. <laughs> the divvy cutoff. It's like, if, okay, go on. Have another one. It's a blist. What? <laughs> I don't think I'm saying that someone is shy of pinball is being ableist. It de- I mean, it depends why they're shy of pinball. I'm just trying to if throw the spotlight from me against it. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that's the same every week. Nice tight intro there. <laughs> wow, good. We haven't done this for ages. No, like, thank you all for coming. Ages. What a great audience tonight! Is anybody yeah, here? A bit of enthusiasm, I like it. I've got my favourites, but they're all shrouded in darkness, so I can't point them out. <laughs> you've really thrown some... <laughs> Ironically, you've been throwing shade at the most light people in the room. Oh, wait, wait! <laughs> Ableist! Ableist! Is this anybody's first ever regular feature show? Wow. Awesome. Shut up. That's not yeah. true. Yeah. Says that the guy front and center is never going to be his first show. He's like, I've been here every week since episode. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. Yes, we know. <laughs> uh, what are you expecting out of this uh, first show? Yeah. yeah. So the bare That's minimum a- is regular features. <laughs> this well, is going to be fucking easy. <laughs> That's a bar we can jump over. <laughs> Even if it's fucking 12 minutes long. Well, that was it. Te- I mean, technically we're done. Yeah. Like, we could go. <laughs> He's just like, I was living a permanent high. Just like, this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Every second tops the last. <laughs> I've been watching some other comedy acts, and you know they often start <laughs> off with uh, some topical jokes about things that are happening in the news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how about Syria? <laughs> mm. Wow. <laughs> I think they should bloody sort it out. It's bad news all around for those <laughs> right. guys. I know for a fact that Steve wrote things down for this <laughs> section. <laughs> I wrote down the phrase, Syria. How about Syria? Wow. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Eh? He's a thing. Now, there's a boy who's stealing all of your data. <laughs> Mark Fuckerberg, more like. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll never live. It's topical. <laughs> They're laughing because they get it. See, ironically, this is the most unregular features <laughs> thing we could have done. So yeah, he's, he's like, oh, he's shite now. <laughs> It's, it's gone downhill about, since second one. I think it is about 250 episodes since we've done a spoof doing the news feature, so oh. Steve for reviving that. Basically, you'll see a bunch of this happening because Steve and I went to a stand-up comedy thing yesterday, and uh, it was like that bit in, um, you know, in the Simpsons episode where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, and uh, they see, like, the robot <laughs> take his hat off, and they go, see all that stuff in there, Homer? That's why your robot didn't work. That was like us going to an actual comedy show. <laughs> like, look, look how easy, look how free-flowing the banter with the front row is, and we're just like, why are you here? Like... <laughs> Do you want some money? That's not how it works. I'm just asking, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> What's next? He's <laughs> like, stand-ups do not ask that. <laughs> I've learned. Good. Well, thank you all for coming. I think we should uh, press on with a couple of these little features that you've been working so terribly hard at <laughs> these past few days. Who's going first? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I, was, I was leaning down. That was an unfortunate timing thing. I'll go first. Please. Good. 
Logging your locker. He can't be trusted with the phone, so I'll put my fingerprint on it for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the film Hackers. I'm zero cool. I'm not allowed to touch a phone until I'm 40. <laughs> They've got your prints on file. <laughs> not logs, though. Well, they've definitely got your prints on file. Uh... <clears throat> I also went to a stand-up show yesterday, so I've been doing relatable material. Uh, who knows what the Wolf Prize in physics is? Do you? What is it? Nah. Yeah, you, you didn't know what you it was. You didn't know what it was. For the best wolf at physics. <laughs> <laughs> it's an award. That, what are you doing? Waving. <laughs> that's that's some more of my natural stand-up <laughs> banter. <laughs> What's that? What are you doing? <laughs> How dare you? Another question. He's got the aggression of a young dice clay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm preoccupied with you letting the fucking screensaver kick in, Gav. I'm gonna ask. To, I'm gonna have to ask you to keep your thumb on the screen of my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, Otherwise, I'm gonna have again. to be leaning over, and I might accidentally fall over and end up. I tell you what, Daniel Kitson doesn't put up with any of this. <laughs> it's because he's not brave enough to use props. That's Fuck true. him. That is true. He is brave enough to be racist. You don't though. have to keep tapping it like a nervous woodpecker. Well, I don't you know just what you fucking want. Hold your it. thumb on. Just hold your thumb on it. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that'll keep good. it. <laughs> uh, it's an award. The Wolf Prize in Physics is an award given to people who are really good at physics. <laughs> So you might have had a guess at that. People. Uh, <laughs> people, not wolves. Uh, people, not wolves. The winners usually go on to win the Nobel Prize. So that's good. Uh, who knows what EVE Online is? Yeah. Fucking, that's yeah. our audience. <laughs> like a computer game that you give all your life to. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I wish I was there now. I am there now. <laughs> Fair. Fair. EVE Online is a massive online spaceship game that people devote a lot of time to. Um, they do this festival every single year where they invite some of uh, people who want to give money to it. They invite like 10,000 people who play this game uh, to Iceland where they make the game. And they do like, a it's called a festival, but it's not a festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of spreadsheets. Um, but they do, uh, they basically give a lot of keynotes and things like that. And they invited this guy to this festival to give a little talk on what's going on in Eve in space. Uh, it's a guy called Michel Mayer. And he is a guy who has won the Wolf Prize in physics. And they invited this guy to come talk to like 10,000 nerds, basically, about why Eve Online is great. Um, and the job that I do in my the job that I do, I get given access to people like this. And he, this, this is a 76-year-old man who I'm sure would rather not be talking to me uh, on a Sunday morning. Um, but, I mean, he made his decisions. So. Uh, so he's an astrophysicist who specializes in recognizing planets beyond our solar system. So exoplanets, if you will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I, already I will, and I have. <laughs> um, so he sort of specializes in finding these different planets. He's discovered like two planets, this guy. Really? He's, he's legit. You yeah. spoke to someone who discovered two planets. Yeah, he discovered Pegasi 51. Pe Anyone? <laughs> Anyone from Pegasi 51? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you discover that. I've um, barely discovered one planet. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I've never even met a Madame Tussauds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he his thing is finding these different planets and finding whether or not we could go to these planets and live on them, right? So I got 20 minutes with him, which is... <laughs> Someone literally just whispered, fuck. <laughs> That's like a perfect feature then. Um, you got 20 minutes with him. Yeah, I got 20. Like, but also, it was one of these things as well where the PR was like, how much time do you need with him? And the first number that came was like, 20 minutes. And they were like, oh, we can only get 10 minutes. We're not doing it. <laughs> Being Charlie Big Potatoes in Iceland because I was still pissed from the night before. And they went, all right, we can give you 20. I was like, I won't need it. It's fine. <laughs> 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 so we had a bunch of questions written. Ten up. minutes of just you chasing him around the room. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes is him going. I'm the rocket. You're the planet. <laughs> Ten minutes of the twenty minutes interview was. How long is left? <laughs> what time have you got? <laughs> um, 
And uh, but basically, a colleague of mine had written like four questions to ask, and we were going to make a cool feature about. And I said, "Oh, I got this idea for a feature," and I was filming it all. And uh, he just point blank refused to answer any of the questions. He was like, "I am not asking a seventy-six-year-old man any of the stuff that you you've written down." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'll do, I'll do it then." Um, but we didn't use any any of it for work um, because <laughs> <laughs> because someone said. Are we just taking the piss out of a 76-year-old man? Now, I want to point out, I work with Gav. I've never heard of any of this. <laughs> they were no meeting your tribunal. Said, Has he gone too far this time? <laughs> Go on, then. Um, so basically, this guy's discovered planets. I wanted to know what happens if there's aliens on that planet. So what I did was, I gave him five different scenarios for things that might happen when you get to uh, an alien planet. And I asked him... <laughs> Did how... you pronounce it? An uh, alien planet every time. <laughs> uh, and I asked him um, how he would deal with these situations that I was given to him, right? So I've got audio recording of that. <laughs> I love the dismayed sigh that I just heard in the audience. <laughs> Poor bastard. Also, like... I should point out that English is not my first language, and it's not his. <laughs> I love people are preparing to rank this as in the list of worst things Gav has done. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> you said that about the John Lewis one. <laughs> and that ended up with you mocking a man's accent. <laughs> yeah. Do I do it on this? <laughs> yeah, you do. do it. Don't do it on this. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> call this guy Shazam as well. <laughs> Okay, so scenario one, okay? This is me chatting to him. And you can tell by the audio that I'm a bit pissed. Not now. No. Okay. It's not plugged in. It's not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> How about that ISIS? <laughs> Here we go. That's my joke. <laughs> yeah, it worked that time. It just landed. Oh! <laughs> You're on an expedition on a new planet and one of your crew gets an alien life form stuck to its face. <laughs> do you kill the life form and risk killing him or do you leave it on? Or oh, I, I will certainly live with him and try to, to interact. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> try to interact? What, you just right click on it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, he said I would, I would leave it on and I would try and interact with it. It's pretty good. So <laughs> it's reasonable. I th yeah. I th no, I think like try to interact with it rather than like cut the leg off or something. No, I, like that. I feel like I feel like you've got a very specific reference point for this. <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to be a recurring feature. I don't, but... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you a get into your mech suit? <laughs> At some point during this, does he understand what you're referring to? New no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little recording of at the end, like the last thing that I asked him alludes to that, Joseph. Uh, this is question number two. <clears throat> so that one was, what happens when, if you go out on an expedition, you get, oh, log, it did a thing. <laughs> uh, and you get an alien on your face. I'm getting really sweaty now, so my fingerprints might not work for long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like men in black. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Scenario number two. You get it off his face, fine, and the man wakes up, but then he goes for food and an alien bursts out of his chest. To what go out? Or an alien, like a, oh, yeah, sort of, yeah. like an alien life form bursts out. It's got like really sharp teeth and is running around your spaceship. <laughs> what do you do then? <laughs> Very difficult. <laughs> oh, he sounds lovely. He's amazing. What did He's he so say? Nice. Very he difficult. Very difficult. Oh, that's... Yeah. I sort of pressed that's him what's... going, what do you mean? And he was like, very difficult. It's like, what do you mean though? That's what Sigourney Weaver said. <laughs> she shook her head. Like, I love, that, I love that his biggest laugh was at the word spaceship. Like, he's like, by that point, we won't be using spaceships, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Scenario number three. <laughs> I have to pause this one a bit because. So now the alien is loose and it's getting bigger. Um, and it's almost sort of like it's bigger than a human size and it's just going about the um, the spaceship 
how, how would you go about catching it? Like that silence there. You didn't tell him about the blood. That's really important. What blood? The fact that it eats through metal. There's other stuff going on. Okay. We've <laughs> <laughs> got to dumb it down for these wolf prize bastards. <laughs> There's a silence there where, I, where he was just looking at me going, oh, that, that's the end. Okay. There <laughs> uh, we go. It, okay, it's big. Yeah. And what he's doing? Uh, he's just killing your crew. He's killing them one by oh. one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, but maybe. <laughs> you Killing them one by one. Oh! Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry, but maybe. So he says, I'm sorry, but, and then he puts his hands up into a gun sign. Oh! <laughs> wow. That'll be the artwork for this. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, but maybe. You're going to have to kill it. <laughs> yes. No, no more interacting. Yeah, he's done with interacting. <laughs> but it's great, though, because uh, he holds the gun sign up for ages. <laughs> like, well into scenario and it four. keeps And he keeps pushing it closer and closer <laughs> into your temple. Eye contact, constant. All right, things are going from bad to worse uh, for Mr. Wolf Boy. Scenario four. You're in an air vent, like a vent ventilation yes. system, and you're yeah. sort of crawling around with a flamethrower and the alien is in there somewhere, if he comes across it, would you use the flamethrower on him? Yes. You would? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That would make such a great film. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it is funny. You're in an air vent, like a vent ventilation yes. system, and you're sort of crawling around with a flamethrower, and the alien is in there somewhere, if he comes across it, would you use the flamethrower on him? Yes. You would? <laughs> Amazing. Like, I want to be out of this interview now. <laughs> 20 uh, minutes. <laughs> and yet, every question and answer lasts 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I've cut out a lot, to be fair to him and to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What you've left in is him saying the word yes in two different intonations. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> this is the final scenario that I put to Michelle Mayer, uh, winner of the Wolf prize in physics mm. you're the only person left alive now and you've managed to get into an escape pod blast off from the spaceship but the alien are stowed away inside the escape pod and it's a tiny escape pod what would you do how would you get rid of it I cannot embed that was him scratching his head a lot he's like scratching his head for ages and I was like oh, come on how would you get rid of the alien get rid of it I cannot embed my mind in this kind of situation. <laughs> it's the reason why I prefer to, to avoid this kind of situation. No, no chance to have co direct contact because the, the, the distance between civilization will be too much. Too much. Too much. It's too much. I'm really sad that you didn't bring up the fact that you'd be in little Sigourney Weaver pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that will be the artwork for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it become uh, so every he, teenage boy's fantasy. Yeah. So he he basically he doesn't he doesn't he just wants to avoid confrontation. Is what he said uh, in that. He said um, he was going to shoot it a minute ago. Yeah, change his mind. This guy runs hot and cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, this is the final thing that I asked him. <laughs> you... I don't think that's it. <laughs> Hang on, here we go. Down the bottom. So we're big fans of the film Alien. Um, I don't know if you know it. Do you know it well? No. Nope. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have opened with that question, Gal. <laughs> the thing is, that was just like we still had him mic'd up. And uh, he was like, oh, you, you, everyone's always asking me about films and stuff. And I was like, well, we're big fans of the film Alien. Like, do you know? And he was like, no. I was like, great. Because <laughs> what I just recorded was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Mayer, winner of the Wolf Prize in Physics. Round of applause for Michelle Mayer. And he's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> in Sigourney Weaver pants. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much. That's me done now for the night. So if anybody goes to the bar, I will 
happily take a pint of Sierra Nevada. Right, I've had enough of this. <laughs> he asked for this every single time. Does someone want to get me a like a vodka cranberry? Oh! <laughs> Forbidden word, motherfucker! The grace period is over. <laughs> Did you see she just do that? No. <laughs> Out. Out, 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 out. Log will take you a beer, thank you very much. Out, 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 out. Don't awe him, you knew the rules. Don't you dare run over my fucking nice jumper with your shit pack. Out. Also, just so you know, you can now say the word cranberry. It's open season on Cranbo. I feel so much like better now. Memories. Except for one occasion in the future. Okay. <laughs> I've got a feature to do. <laughs> oh, shit. Who would like to do a feature? Me, 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 me. Joe, don't think so. <laughs> There's no chair for Joe. <laughs> the cranberry saying motherfucker. <laughs> And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Choose Your Own Golfing Masters PGA Tour European Tour Masters Adventure. Oh, boy. I remember reviewing this when they first got the actual maps to the Masters place in Atlanta or something. I know, right? They were dead excited about it, and it was really, really... It was just a shit golf game. Golf games are shit. But you know someone worked really hard to get the license to the Masters. Oh, yeah. Do you know the Masters are a real thing and not just... In computer game world, I know it's not. <laughs> need you to say I know that. it's not just a regenerating Doctor Who villain. Yes, <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> what you got? What you got for us? I reviewed it and gave him seven out of ten because I know nothing about golf, so therefore have no right to give any other score than seven. I need to uh, very quickly lift the veil on the reality of how I might write my features. I don't actually write all possible outcomes to every circumstance. What? Because that's stupid. <laughs> if you saw his dialogue tree, it would not support life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm briefly going to whisper into Gav's ear <laughs> to tell him which of the three golfers to become. We meet about an hour and a half. I forgot every single show. <laughs> and we go, anything else anyone needs to know for anyone's features? No, we're fine. That's you. Mm-hmm. Me? But if you could if you could make it sound like you chose that organically. I need can are you handing me the thing? Uh I no. Can, I can see what paragraph you're pointing to. Yeah, it's I just the need first to... one I'm gonna read out. Yeah. That's the golfer that you have to choose. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose that. But don't tell anyone. I'm gonna no, I'm deliberately not saying it. Because it's less fun if people think there's only one route through this I would say this is a really nice peek behind the curtain, but it's not nice. When you're, when <laughs> no, I've already stage. said cranberry. They've already seen behind the curtain and realized that it's all set up. It's not set up. Isn't it? It is another beautiful day at Google the name of a golf course when you have 3G. <laughs> But today is not just any day. Oh, no, because today is the day of the first day of the Masters Golfing Competition Contest. Professional golfsmen from all around the world have traveled hundreds of miles to see who is the best at playing golf once and for all. Will it be Rory McIlroy, or perhaps Tiger Woods, or maybe even a third famous golf player whose name I definitely know? Well, whoever ends up scoring big at the Masters this year, they're all here and they're all gagging to tear up the fairway with their nine irons and all that lovely golf stuff like bunkers and such. In this Choose Your Own Adventure, you are going to become one of three golfers whose mission, they have, they have different missions, personal missions to accomplish during the Masters golfing ceremony tournament. Just want to say, did you write this when there were going to be three golfers and... Joe hadn't been expelled from the podcast. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so how could it be set up then? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, oh. I'm going to read out your, your golfers. These are your player characters. You can choose from one of them. Choose freely. I've written full, elaborate adventures that they can all go on, and two of which I'm just going to have to discard 
but I put a lot of work into them. <laughs> um, so we have to choose between us. Yeah, here we go. We're going one. We go, we won together. So do you want to be Gregory Chipstain? I want to be that. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> Let's listen to all three, and then oh, you can decide oh. who you want to be. Oh, we're, collect- playing together. Jesus, we're playing together. We're together. Okay. Oh, going right. to be one. We're all three of us are going to be. Oh, fucking hot co-op. This nice. one, this one golfman. <laughs> fucking hot co-op. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory Chipstein <laughs> is the youngest. How the Kardashians talk about video games. <laughs> I'm into he's, it. He's the youngest golfsman at the Masters this year. Gregory Chipstein is a priest who received an urgent prayer from God one day, telling him that Satan is real and lives in a bunker on the ninth hole at Augusta. God went on to explain that if Gregory can successfully murder Satan with a well-placed golf ball, Gregory's dead wife will finally be allowed into heaven. Gregory has. Plus five backswing, plus three golf cart handling. Remember or, him. Yeah, and Augusta. That's what I meant to say instead of Atlanta earlier. Thank Augusta. You. <laughs> oh yeah. They don't know. They I didn't know what my... the wolf yeah, no, prize in physics was. So. Yeah, no, I reviewed that. I, I'm supposed to be an authority in that game. Even five years later. <laughs> or never, you could be I never f- fucking played it. It's just golf. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> golf. You can be Francis McKnight Tube. A retired sheriff with an unquenchable <laughs> thirst for justice and golf. Francis McKnightshoe won't stop until he catches the perp or gets to play a round of golf, whichever happens first. This peculiar aspect of her character is beloved by the criminals in her town, as Francis plays golf every weekend and routinely gives up on any cases she can't solve within five days, which is most of them. Francis carries a gun and is legally allowed to shoot anybody she likes. As she has plus... Plus three in handguns and SMGs. It would, have, <laughs> it would have been way easier for us to pick the one that you want us to pick and you not make the other ones fucking cool. Because <laughs> obviously that's the best one. Yeah, the last one. Alabaster Prom Knight Higgins. <laughs> Alabaster is a conjoined twin whose brother absolutely hates golf. <laughs> Luckily, that's not the brother he's conjoined to. The brother he's conjoined to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's been two actual jokes in this. This is amazing. The brother he's conjoined to enjoys golf and is very supportive of Alabaster. <laughs> but can you imagine if that wasn't the case and he was conjoined to the other brother, the one who hates golf? What a mismatch that would be. I can just picture some of the unlikely situations they might get into. What with one of them liking golf and the other one not liking golf? <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> uh, Alabaster's got plus four in putting and plus eight albatrosses, which is a real golf word. I found it on the internet. <laughs> Who are you going to be? Choose wisely. Chipstain. Uh, Chipstain. <laughs> it's been okay. a while since I saw or heard the word, but I'll choose that one. <laughs> That's, that's trust. That yeah. <laughs> uh, Chipstain. Right. Now the feature takes a diversion. Now it's <laughs> Steve's You Are a Priest, whose mission it is to kill Satan on the ninth hole of Augusta, thereby uh, giving your wife access to heaven. <laughs> oh, this is very Go on. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <was> urgent. Yeah. <laughs> hole one. It's time to tee off. Just eight holes stand between you and murdering that greasy bastard Satan in his bunker. There's no time to waste. Your wife's ghost is evaporating at the gates of heaven as we speak. Do you A, tee off, or B, catch up with your old pal God to see if he's got any updates vis-a-vis granting entry into heaven for your wife on the condition that you kill Beelzebub in his sandy nest with a flying golf ball? What do you want to do? Well, your wife's ankles are steam already. Yes. Go on. Chat with God. (laughs) See what he's got to say. I mean, what do you you guys want to do? Chat with God. Chat with God. God. What's the other one? Okay. uh, (laughs) Gab, do you want to be Gregory? Yeah. And Log, you can be God. Okay. Go. You said, Log, do you want to be God? Oh, so I'm Gregory. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
That generally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ina, this is always the case. Um, it's a shame Alabaster had some great lines. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking cliche. <laughs> Oh, I really wish you picked Alabaster. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many amazing dialogue treats on that one. <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Gregory. I like where you went with that. That's good. I went that in the <laughs> middle of it. You listen to that back. I was not Scotch at the beginning of the sentence. <laughs> I'm going to go neutral, God. Hey up, Gregory. <laughs> Have you killed Satan yet or what? <laughs> Is anyone Scottish here tonight? <laughs> Just one. There's more. We can do what we want. <laughs> Pile on. Not quite yet, God. I'm just about to tee off. <laughs> do you have any new information? I should know a boot <laughs> before I get going. Aye, aye, in fact I do. I'm looking through my special god telescope right now, and I can see Satan hiding on the ninth hole. He's got his big red ass poking out of the sand, and he's using it to lure Tiger Woods into a nearby water hazard. You better get your skates on if you want to kill Satan before he causes Tiger Woods to fall into a lake and ruin his reputation. <laughs> After all, what respectable sports company would want to sponsor a national hero? Tiger Woods when he's soaking wet. Scottish. <laughs> that was in my head. Scottish. <laughs> like, Scottish. That's a good. Oh. What does Scottish sound like? Do a Scottish accent. That's not what anything sounds like. Um, what does Scottish just sound go like? German instead. Just be say flexible. Scottish. Say Scottish at me right now. Scottish. Brilliant. That's a good point. <laughs> well made, Lord. I'll get back to playing me. Oh, I fucked it up. It's what gone. A, just go Welsh, Gav. Go with what you know. <laughs> I'll get back to playing <laughs> golf immediately. Rest assured that I will allow nothing to sully the good name of Tiger Woods. Very good. <laughs> Ex excellent work, both of you. <laughs> Good luck. Have you got an actual Scottish accent? Yeah. Good luck to you, mate. Do you, right. do you have a live podcast? Do you have a podcast where you do live shows? No, we shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> uh, holes two through eight pass so, so without sorry. event. So sorry. Sorry, up. <laughs> you arrive at hole nine. Mm -hmm. This is it. You're finally at the hole where that impeccable bastard Satan lives in the dirt like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Shush now. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> you. You are bound by clerical duty to do what must be done, which is to hit a golf ball into the devil's temple so hard as to crack his evil skull and kill him of a concussion. Do you A, tee off, or B, read some golf-related scripture? We can't keep going B, though, because we're playing right into his hands. <laughs> It's another game going on, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know. It's more like tennis or chess. Or golf. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine the ball that you could play all three games with. I just want to fucking sit on it. <laughs> um, I want to do A. Could you not? B. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Oh, B, fuck. you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we wanted to go A, but you heard that. So, you decide B. to read some golf related scripture. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh. You open the Bible to page 48. <laughs> oh, it's a oh good the best one. one. <laughs> and That's low. When it really starts getting going. <laughs> <laughs> Introduced all the characters. <laughs> yeah. It's really kicking off about <laughs> that. 
And lo, he did swing his wedge, and unto him did come the most elegant ship, and yea, he who did witness that swing, did speak unto his brother of its greatness. And the Lord smiled, and unto him he did bestow a blessing, that the rest of his days he might know the Lord's love. Then there's some stuff about washing your feet, and there's a whole bit about coveting stuff, which we won't go into. Amen. Now you may tee off. Imbued with the spirit of golf. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I thought instead of content, you just got the Bible out. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah let's tee off. Pad this one. I, I want to tee off right now. You tee off, smashing the ball as hard as you possibly can towards the bunker where fallen angel Lucifer doth resides. It's always doth residing. I'm, that I'm one. buying into it from the language. <laughs> it arrives with a thud in the bunker. You still don't know if this is actual Bible or not. <laughs> he said, "Doth." Like, oh, he's got loads of Bible shit in this one. <laughs> The ball lands with the third in the bunker's sandy grip. Alerted by the sound of the ball, an inquisitive Satan pops his little horned head up out of the sand and looks around like a frightened meerkat in a nature documentary. <laughs> Observing no immediate threats, he retreats into the warm embrace of the bunker's sediment. Little does he know that you're about to properly fuck him up with a golf ball. We've arrived at hole nine, brackets bunker. Satan is standing in front of you now, reading a newspaper that's three days old. His lower half is entirely made of a goat, and his top half is just plain old Satan. He doesn't seem to care that you're here in his bunker, or mind that you're taking practice swings towards the bit of his head where the skull meets the spine. He dances around the bunker, occasionally throwing little handfuls of sand into the air and chasing dragonflies. You begin to question whether killing this demon is the right thing to do. He's sort of adorable, and also... I don't wish to speak out of turn here. He's got this huge dangling cock that bobs and sways about the place. The huge dangling cock is what turns adorable into adorkable. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of cool that he doesn't give a shit or wear pants. Do you? A. Is it a goat cock? No, it's a human. It's very hairy all the way down to the tip. But otherwise brilliant <laughs> i know what he's saying it's because you did you did say he was goat all the way down i'm there i'm there i'm i'm, I'm imagining this yeah, I'm, so I'm, he's goat all the way down except for his dick which is human yeah on a goat body yes i'm, I'm already yes. shipping keep up, and joe <laughs> okay we're there that's what you need to do uh b uh i haven't said the options yet Gav. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I thought you had. <laughs> I thought I have not missed this. Do you A, marry Satan? No, shit. Murder Satan or B, marry Satan? Murder oh, or marry? What does everyone want to do? B. <laughs> I heard You're in an overwhelming sound of B. You only have to say cock and I'm marry. Someone say cranberry. <laughs> In one fell swoop, you renounce God and demand that Satan becomes your husband straight away. He agrees, and two days later, you are wed in a tasteful ceremony with some of you and Satan's closest family and friends. As an aside, <laughs> Satan's cock is about the size of a Pringles tube when he's hard, and though that sounds unwieldy, the sex is absolutely rotten mind-blowing. You haven't spoken to God since you married Satan, and sometimes... When Satan is away on business, you think fondly of him, but you feel nothing. Satan makes you happy now. He's the best. You've also forgotten about your dead wife. <laughs> all of that last bit, all of that last bit took place in like black and white, just like still frames. Just like, you've also forgotten about your dead wife. Great. Oh, Joe's not coming back, is he? I don't think no. he is. No. It's a weird joke, but he's... I uprighted his chair, but it wasn't the ritual that summoned him, sadly. I don't know what happens now. Maybe. Does he get paid? He doesn't absolutely not get paid. <laughs> he turned up. He gets paid. No way. Those are the rules. Maybe... That's not the rule. What rule? <laughs> In the regular what features rule? constitution you, if you of live up, show you get payment. paid. No, that is actually the rule, isn't it? That's the rule for That's what, most fucking why I'm here. Oi. <laughs> what have you got for us? You got a little juicy feature. I have got a feature because like we've lost a Joe. 
You'll get your chance, madam. <laughs> In the meantime, I just want to tell you all that I'm going to start reading the script. <laughs> and that starts now when I say, I fucking love science. Oh, lasers, robots, and all that shit. Um, science is great. You both know that. Um, I mean, I'm Done not... an entire feature about physics. Yeah, yeah. So Today. I'm, I'm going for the wolf fucking science bullshit with this. I mean, I'm not into formulas or maths and all that science. Mine, that is boring as fuck. I'm into the kind of science where a baby elephant slides down a hill because animals are basically like humans, which only goes to show that evolution is real and religion is for fannies. <laughs> Basically, I want to roughly know what science is, lasers, robots, easy, and I want to feel like I know enough of that sweet, sweet science to say that anyone who believes in God is a fucking idiot, because I fucking love science. Woo! With that knowledge comes a certain amount of peace. Peace that lets you abuse fat people on Twitter, because you're, so, you're just concerned about their health. It's, it's a cause of cancer, you see. There's posters up about it. I'm only trying to help you fat fucking parasites. <laughs> anyway, oh, I love science. It's hey. nine pages long. What's your bit of science? What's your favorite bit of science? Rockets. Rockets. They go up, never come down. Brilliant. What's your favorite bit of science? Uh, those massive birds that can still fly. They go up and uh, they, put them, they probably land. I don't know. They're probably not like rockets. In that but they still land. science. <laughs> and they have babies. Rockets. The infertile tragedy of flight. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Oh. My favourite bit of science is lasers, obviously. I mean, I do like robots, but only because they fire lasers out of their fucking dicks. But I'll tell you what, I love science so much, I like old science too. Did you know, before lasers, people had to make do with lightning? And back in those days, Nikola Tesla was the crown prince of lightning. With his feral Faraday cage of hair, he would hunt down the villains of the day and punch them into a big bin while delivering one of his wise-cracking puns, like, Amp, pleased to put you behind bars, you, you revolting homosexual. Of course, homosexual has been decriminalized these days, so that kind of crime-fighting banter would be considered un-PC. But you've got to remember that in the early 1900s, being gay was widely considered to be really super disgusting. So it's impossible to put any level of moral judgment on our ancestors' acts of inhumane cruelty. As Leslie Poles Hartley said, the past is a foreign country, so stop being time racist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bit of coil trivia here. Did any of you know that Nikola Tesla died in 1943, the very same year that the Slinky was invented? Many would say that that is a coincidence. Scripts up, boys. I would say so too, until I, don't I dis- have a script. Now I have a script. I thought so too, until I discovered this spoof news recording made as a prank by Tesla's fierce electricity rival, Thomas Edison. Boo. Don't boo <laughs> Edison, he's wicked. Edison, you're the direct current director, bollocks. <laughs> I love Edison, I want you a bad word against him, not on this stage. Well, boo. You so, like light bulbs, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this basically, as I'm now being Someone just said, I uh, didn't invent light bulbs, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he also said it, like, um, the second you finish your setup. Uh, actually, <laughs> like, yes, but you forget that we take all our scientific stuff from The Simpsons, dickhead. So, and in The Simpsons, he invented light bulbs, so fuck off. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you've Get been out- your own podcast, you've dickhead. Been out-, <laughs> out Simpson by someone whose voice isn't being picked up by the microphones. <laughs> well done, Gav. You can still win this. <laughs> oh, I've got it. <laughs> so this is the spoof news broadcast that was played to, ever- to Tesla on the night of his death. Amazing news inventions now. And move over, Nikola Tesla, with your big stupid face. There's a new coil in town. And this one was invented by Richard T. James, who was born in good old America, has a proper man's name, not like Nikola, and has some scientists... Not like some... (laughs) You know what? I can't do it again. There's no do-overs in live shows. Has a proper man's name, 
Not like some scientists called Nikolai we could mention. And what's more, he doesn't look like his mum cuts his hair. And his mum is a stupid old biddy who sits in a rocking chair, sucking the paint off billiard balls. <laughs> true, true Blue Dicky just... <laughs> true Blue Dicky was just spending some wire into a pre-compressed helical spring when suddenly it just started going down some stairs of its own volition like a goddamn miracle from our lord in heaven. What are you doing, Slinky? He may have thought, witnessing what the What was that? <laughs> He may have thought, witnessing the birth of America's most essential new object that's going to make its inventors a millionaire. Do you need to go outside to do a curly metal toilet or something? But no, it turns out he'd stumble on the newest and most best coil in the whole entire world. The Slinky is your new best friend with curves in all the right places. And that's not all. He can go down a couple of stairs sometimes if you're lucky and you flip him just right. If I was Nikola Tesla right now, and thank God I'm not, I'd be thinking, why don't I just, my, why doesn't my coil do that? What a life of shit I've led. Then again, if I was Nikola Tesla, I'd probably t- be too busy scooping rotten bits of bad hygiene out of my weird foreign dick to think anything. Anyway, that's the news. Tesla coils are garbage. The world, <laughs> the entire alternating current system is ridiculous. Pick a direction, electrons. And <laughs> Slink is the business. Now over to Gary Debussy with the weather. Thanks, Harry. The weather in New York today will be fat, smelly, and bankrupt. Just like Nikolai Tesla. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Now let's, le- now let's electrocute another elephant to prove how cool we are. <laughs> that was uh, Thomas Edison's biggest... <laughs> it's the yeah, earliest clip you can get on YouTube, 1903. Thomas Edison electrocutes Topsy, the elephant. <laughs> it's a bit, <laughs> bit one-sided. It's fucking ages. A bit one-sided, that. Ah, whatever. I like um, that you call him Nikola Tesla. Like... Your mum's friend, Nicola. <laughs> Auntie well, Nicola does Avon. <laughs> I was going to say Nikolai, but it doesn't say it with an eye on does it Wikipedia. So In the I prestige. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're basically going from. Uh, well, some say that Nikola Tesla died of a broken heart. Others say a blood clot in a coronary artery led to coronary thrombrosis, which to me sounds like broken heart, brought on by a cruel slinky spoof. <laughs> But now, by now, I've gotten my teeth into the subject. I want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes. So I logged onto the dark web and dark googled Nikola Tesla. Told you'd get off that dark web. (laughs) I can't help it. The dark Google results are so much juicier. I love it so much. (laughs) What's dark web podcast like? It's like us, but um, they're, they're a bit more bigoted. There are more bigoted. Less apologetically bigoted. Anyway, I quickly discovered that um, Nikola Tesla had uh, re- appeared in a real life movie called The Prestige. And in this film, which I watched at the same time as pornography in another window, <laughs> Tesla invented a machine that could duplicate magicians. And after a brief session of really noisy double penetration, it turns out that they were twins, and everyone got drowned. To be honest, I think I had the volume up in the wrong window. <laughs> Either that or Tesla's catchphrase was, you like these cocks, yeah? <laughs> yeah, you like these big cocks. But while I was watching The Prestige and you wanking... You joking, he did this in the room <laughs> uh, while we were setting up... <laughs> But the thing is, like I said, like while I was watching The Prestige and wanking, I thought, hmm, if anyone ever says the forbidden word, oh, Jesus, oh, God, I'm on the vinegars, and we're going to need a spare member of the team. I just came. So I took it on myself to go back in time, steal Tesla's duplication machine, then go forward in time and make sure that every live show we ever did was absolutely full of regular features clones, how fucking else would we get this place full of people? It's not like this this humor doesn't translate. So does a bit. Fair. Everyone in this room tonight is one of us. Genetically one of us. So <laughs> like four people in the front row going, one of us. The people in the back going, never coming again. Never coming again. <laughs> Requesting a refund. <laughs> so, which one of you motherfuckers wants to be Joe Scrabbles? There's two hands on any three people, so it's come got- up, you! You're closest. Round of applause, please. Generally, have you learned nothing from the prestige? Like, the person that you bring up is the person that's going to shoot your fingers off. <laughs> 
And you have uh, rather you, know, you haven't seen the prestige. Rather, rather that than having to cut your own fingers off to match them in yeah. a sad display at the end. Yeah, I have fucking watched it, you prick. Has <laughs> <laughs> ah. anybody here not seen the prestige? It's basically. Yep, yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Sweet. A lot of people not on board so, so far. <laughs> masterpiece. And we've spelt it for you. Um, Go on. So let's, let's, let's just, just try a random feature through time with Joe. Uh, okay. Joe let's test Joe out. Hello. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hey, hey, hey Joe. Hey, how Hi, you Joe. doing, Mug? Nice one. Nice to meet you, Joe. It's good that Joe is a gender-neutral name, isn't it? It's yeah. It's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, it works. Hey, does anyone else want to know what I've noticed? No, Lug, what have you noticed? Well, you know the song The Boy Does Nothing? The song from 10 years ago, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know in that song, Alicia Dixon says, I've got a man with two left feet. Oh, I can't wait to see where he takes this. This is going to be equally insightful and whimsical. The, yeah, but then after saying that, she goes on to describe a person who can dance really well. So I decided to investigate to see how, how deep this rabbit hole went. But first... Before Why are you being mad? <laughs> <laughs> so I he said nine days into he said, this song. He said rabbit hole once, and basically I've just said it since. <laughs> so yeah, so before talking about left feet, the Alicia Dixon's man, I feel like it's necessary to find what we mean by left feet. So like... In the movie, starring Daniel Day-Lewis, My Left Foot. <laughs> Fuck. Alicia uh, Dixon was probably on about a horse. Oh. That would probably serve the puzzle of her creature having two left feet and being able to dance that well. That makes sense. Yes. Horses are very good dancers. <laughs> it is known. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair on him. That's not. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, it would be really funny if the next line was also me. Like, you were like, oh, Gab's fucked it up. Like, that's not on me. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, but I was going to string this whole sketch out for 10 minutes before getting to the fact that it was a horse. Then you should be glad of the increased uh, efficacy. Efficiency. Sorry, wow. No, I don't. You haven't given her a Wait script, it. you dickhead. She's doing really well. How the hell did you do that so well without a script? <laughs> <laughs> this, this oh, fucking. She it? is amazing. <laughs> also, not only why did he give a script, how did we not notice she didn't have a script until now? But, but she's been doing so well. I fucking imagine how well she's going to read this next bit when she's got a script in she, her hands. <laughs> Is making it up. <laughs> they should be glad of the increased efficiency we reached during amusing Alicia Dixon shagging a horse climax eight minutes early. And we didn't have to listen to you talking about a movie in which Daniel Day Lewis plays a man with cerebral palsy. Yeah, that would have been uncomfortable, and any self deprecating payoff wouldn't have been worth it. Well done, new Joe. You just saved the podcast. Also, saying a human has one elf left foot doesn't mean they're a good dancer. So you can't assume that saying a horse has two left feet is an intentional reference to dancing ability. That is absolutely bang on. You <laughs> have a good eye for what makes a joke work. <sighs> I declare this Joe Scrabble's a fucking absolute failure. You need to go down, sit down, and get back into your pit of DNA, you squalid failure. Off the stage! Ow! Oh! My eyeball! You gave a paper cut to my retina! We really need that script as well. She's like... Oh, boy. It's all right, you, I deserved it. Uh, is that script too, So I need a new Joe Scrubbles up here. Let's, let's not go yes. front. Have we got anybody a little bit further back? Just in case anyone's a little bit afraid to come out? What's going on here? Do you want to come up? Up you come. Let's do it. Joe, 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 Neo, Joe. What is your name? Joe? Up you come. Sit back down. You failed. Hopefully this Joe is better than the last Joe. Wait, hang on, why? 
Just give you that one. So if you, What's wrong with I'll the last one? Just give you that seat yeah, in case he's throwing the rest into my eyeballs again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see. All right, this. Joe. Joe. All right. Is, he a, bit, is he a birthday? It's Joe's birthday today. Oh. Do you want to give your previous name? Or do you want to just exist as Joe in this beautiful moment? No, I'm Joe. Joe, fuck. Good, I like you. I like it. I like it. I don't know, oh. like the golf ripple of applause. Like, <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Okay, so let's see how this Joe deals with the recurring character of Zigabimbamboy, the ringmaster of the big boys. <laughs> Hello, I'm Zigabimbamboy. Has anyone seen my boys? I've temporarily mislaid a squadron of about 20 biggins. They're quite easy to spot mine because well, you can't fucking miss them. The only way you could miss one of my lovely big boys if he was hiding behind an even bigger boy. And even then the light would curve around the immense bulk of the bigger boy. you got to stop doing this. In a like, fashion. Like you're doing a shit. In a fashion. That's the whole point. So you, that's, that's you're going fun. so red that I'm worried about you. Oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Would would curve around the immense bulk of the bigger boy in a fashion that would expose the merely big boy. In my experience, this creates a beautiful shimmering boy aura. Not <laughs> unlike right-clicking and selecting every one of the layer effects in Photoshop. You know these big boys? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do know the big boys, Joe. I am the foremost authority on big boys. Past and present. Are they fat or muscular? Well, they're, they're just big. <laughs> Them are boys. Yeah, but what does that mean? Well, you can't pin my boys down like enormous butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> they're mercurial and prone to exploding at high altitudes. Do you have sex with them? Jesus Christ, I've never heard the like. What's the world come to when a man can't watch 20 large men lathered and lubricated embrace each other in zero gravity until they pop off around the place like the most beautiful multiple jackpot you've ever seen? What's the world come to when you can't even grease up your down belows and cram them without explicit intent? into a sea of gigantic inflatable man flesh without someone accusing you of being a deviant. No, Joe, I'm sorry, this isn't working either. Get back down. You've fucked up the inscrutable big boys universe. I need a new Joe. Get off the stage. Get off the stage, you big boy bubble bursting bastards. Who wants to do... Oh, oh, uh, hello. Sorry, sorry. Zig, zig bing bum boy has left the room there. Who wants to do a, a, a Joe monologue about punching a baby? <laughs> He's had his hand up since the beginning. Yeah, he has, yeah. And if I'm not wrong, was this the guy who did the amazing yes. speech about in a wrestling tone voice? Of, of oh, that's him. Oh, well, no. You better be good, because your, your mate is amazing. Also, that guy's going... You think I look like him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew they were sat down there, and I. Yeah, <laughs> they were sat down next to each other. It must be the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Only this podcast guy told right. me to get my own podcast, uh, and now I'm on yours. Checkmate. You, you, you read. You read what's down on the page. And then, yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes, and, I'm and nothing else because there's nothing else guaranteed to be funny that comes out of your fucking mouth than I. <laughs> <laughs> other than what Log has written for you. I do the same thing. Same thing happens to me. You, okay. If, can you, if you can do a Joe impression, then that would really be good at Damn. making him negligible. Damn. So I just read this here, right? Read it there. What's your name, mate? He's actually got a fucking 200 word paragraph your, to read. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, mate? Ed. Joe. Uh, no! Damn, First hurdle, uh, you failed! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what, what is your name? Joe. 
Brilliant. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Joe Scrabble to the, the Regular John. Features Podcast. I'm the fifth member. Hello there, I'm Joe Scrabbles, and I want to tell you about the time I nearly punched the baby in the throat. That mewling little turd had been winding me up rotten for weeks, let me tell you, with its cacophonous quitodian demands for the bare essentials of life. So one day I dipped my fist into a tureen of weightlifting chalk that I inherited from my grandfather. Then I walked up to the baby, and I started swinging my fist around in huge circles. Each swing was faster than the last until I started flying sideways like a shit helicopter. I landed badly on the mantelpiece and totally fucked up my mum's favourite carriage clock, what she'd won by landing a dart on number three on Bullseye. I was in for it now, but that little baby, that beautiful little idiot, he looked at me and he laughed. My heart melted in that moment, and I decided not to punch him in the throat that day. On the other hand, that laugh was quite disrespectful, so he's going to cop a right real wallop in the gut when his neck looks, legs looks strong enough to take it. I'm Joe Scrabbles, and I will punch a baby. <laughs> Where are you going, Joe? Whoa. Joe doesn't just walk off stage halfway through a show. <laughs> well, that was really good. Looks like you've won a place on the regular features team. Thanks. <laughs> to celebrate, I'll sing my favourite song, Zombie by the Cranberries. Oh, oh shit! Oh, I thought it was allowed now. No. no. Oh. oh. Off, off. Off. I asked them. You have to go on holiday with rules. Joe now. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to Ben's answer with Joe now. <laughs> Don't touch my stuff. Uh, thank you very much for coming to the Regular Features podcast. Yeah, I want to go downstairs for a drink now, so fuck me, cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for coming, guys. We'll Cheers, see you we'll be downstairs here. Yeah. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Why not rate and review us on iTunes? Or join our Patreon.